Zach Braff is back with a movie that feels familiar. Today I'm talking about A Good Person. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about uh, the latest movie that was written and directed by uh, Scrub Zach Braff. And uh, this one stars Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman. And uh, one thing I noticed right away is that it's very much a Zach Braff movie in ways that I will explain in just a bit. So without further ado, let's get started. I can sympathize with Zach Braff. After making a name for himself with a solid sitcom, he decided to branch out with an indie passion project that accidentally became a college staple in the mid-2000s. Said movie, Garden State, which has since been critiqued to death, likely both due to this overexposure and for its role in popularizing the manic pixie dream girl as played by Natalie Portman, and a bunch of indie bands that insufferable people would treat you like crap for not listening to, at least back in that time. Braff's follow-ups, including The Last Kiss and Wish You Were Here, and a movie I had no idea he directed, Going in Style, were all watchable, if lacking in their own identity. So if you're dating Florence Pugh and want to get back to your roots, why not make another small movie with Pugh in the lead role? But is it any good? Pugh stars as Allison, a very happy young woman and musician who is on track to marry the man of her dreams. But all of that goes to hell when Allison is in a fatal accident. One year later, Allison has hit rock bottom and may need the help of her former father-in-law-to-be to to turn her life around. So, A Good Person is okay. I don't think it's terrible, but it is a very familiar movie that doesn't do a lot to separate itself from similar stories. So, before I get into that, I do want to get into this movie's main highlight, which is the acting. Continuing her streak of being the best part of a ho-hum movie, Florence Pugh is fantastic as Allison. Pugh has made quite a name for herself by playing a series of strong-willed characters, whether it's her punchy Marvel role or a housewife who doesn't who isn't contempt, uh, content to be kept in Don't Worry Darling. What's amazing here is to watch all of that drive be stripped away. Most of this movie is Allison being guided by other people or wandering through her life in a haze, often drug-induced. It's new territory for her, and she does an excellent job. Just le- just the blank looks she gives while receiving devastating information are all top-tier stuff. And it is wonderful to see Morgan Freeman get another meaty role to tear into that is more emotionally complex than half of his recent stuff. Man can still do a monologue. In terms of where this movie trips up, it's writing. So, the young character whose life and direction is upended by a tragic accident seems to be a fascination of writer-director Zach Braff because this is very, very similar to the setup for Garden State. It feels like Braff wanted to make a more adult version of this movie where romance was ended because of tragedy and the lead character is dealing with something heavier like guilt and drug abuse. Kind of upending the quirky romances changes someone's life for the better narrative in favor of something prettier a messier version where there aren't easy answers and guilt and grief are still the overriding emotions. The problem is that this is attempting to look and feel like a grounded drama that also has a very a large number of contrived movie moments within it. Now, this is a nitpick a lot of bad critics will use to ding a movie for not maintaining realism, quote-unquote, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people making wildly illogical choices for their character for the sake of creating tension within the film. Like Pew's Allison hitting rock bottom by going on a bender with some guy she knew was in high school, that works. 
a later moment where someone forces a meeting between the obviously still reeling Allison with her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend slash fiance, from someone who seemingly a few moments ago hated this woman makes a lot less sense. And that makes the familiar beats of the script more obvious and less engaging. And I do feel a bit funny about how this movie treats opioid access and addiction. For instance, it's a major plot point that Pew still has an oxy prescription a year after her accident and is just now out of refills or taking too much. I don't know. It's it's weird. I kind of expected her to be worse if this was her addiction, especially considering the substances involved and everything just feels, I don't know, less thought out than it should be. The verdict is it's fine. Overly familiar, but generally effective. A good person gets by on the charisma of its lead performers. Five out of ten. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.